millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mula sa Quezon City, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Government's controversial narco list is out. President Rodrigo Duterte drops the names of 46 politicians who supposedly have ties to the illegal drug trade. The list names congressmen, mayors, vice mayors, and a provincial board member. But coming ahead of the May elections, critics and legal experts are worried. 2018 was a year of high inflation thanks to the train law, excise taxes on fuel, and a rice crisis that pushed food inflation. Now that things have settled down a bit, finance officials say there was a bright side to last year. We will hear from Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez. Since 2006, the Philippines has consistently been among the world's top countries in terms of closing the gender gap in empowering women to participate or even lead in political matters, education, and the economy, the Philippines gets a thumbs up on all that. But how empowered are Filipinas in the bedroom? Yes, the government actually has data on that. We will take a peek. Yan po ang headlines. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. The DILG says it has filed administrative cases against 46 politicians included in President Rodrigo Duterte's controversial narco list. On Thursday, ignoring calls from rights groups and legal experts, the president released government's list of politicians allegedly involved in the illegal drug trade. The president said at least four government agencies, including the police, the DILG, the Drug Enforcement Agency, and the NBI, had vetted this list. At least three politicians have already denied the president's allegations. Rights groups and election watchdogs have denounced the trial by publicity and the likelihood that the narco list will be used to sabotage the administration's political rivals in the May elections. We spoke with Ted Te, ex-Supreme Court spokesman, now back teaching at the UP College of Law. Ted, should the narco list have been made public in the first place? Well, again, it depends on what the, that supposed narco list will contain. Because if the narco list contains, for example, an, a listing of people who have already been convicted, then ibang bagay yun. Kasi ang sinasabi mo dyan, itong mga to, nahatulan na eh, no? Pero pag halimbawa walang hatol at pangalan lang talaga, walang substantiation, walang verification, then ibang bagay yun. Immediately, consequences follow. Yes, there's public interest in transparency. There's public interest in knowing who people, uh, who these people are who may be involved in the drug trade. But maybe the remedy is not to make the list public. Maybe the remedy is to file cases. You mentioned consequences of the narco list. How serious could these consequences be? You release a narco list. These are people already on the narco list. The president has already said, ito mga to, nag-involve to. 
Pag nagsampan ng kaso yan, sasabihin ng judge, ay, mali presidente. Bihirang-bihira sasabihin yun. Okay, so let's say you're a politician running for office and nandun yung pangalan mo. What recourse do you have? Habeas data under the rules that the Supreme Court came up with. No? Kasi kasama, kasama sa habeas data is a violation of your right to privacy in life, liberty, or security that may be threatened by an unlawful act by, of a public official. And what does habeas data give you? Habeas data gives you recourse to, for example, getting the source of the information. Anong ba- basis nyo? Uh, asking for verification. And in certain specific cases, even asking for destruction of the false reports, no? so that it does not uh, injure you. Maraming salamat, Ted Te. Inflation largely defined the Philippine economy in 2018. Consumer prices hit 10-year highs, driven by high costs for oil and food. The government blamed pump prices on world oil rates. The rice crisis at the center of food inflation was ultimately a story of government mismanagement. On top of all that, a controversial tax reform package, the train law, further aggravated the people's struggles in 2018. Things have settled down on the inflation front, enough at least for the finance department to now insist, hey, there was a silver lining lost in all the misery last year, supposedly higher purchasing power of Filipinos, thanks still to train law. Assistant Secretary Tony Lambino says many people may not have noticed nor remember but personal income tax cuts provided by RA 10963 or the train law shored up Filipino spending capacity in the economy. Train has successfully put more money in people's pockets, resulting in stronger demand in our economy. Every month in 2018, 99% of individual taxpayers brought home a total of 12 billion pesos more. For the first three quarters, they received a total of 103 billion pesos in additional take-home pay, and that's only from January to September. We're validating the numbers from October to December. Lambino was speaking at a business conference held by the UP Women Lawyer Circle in BGC a week ago. Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez was also there. Dominguez, too, says personal income tax exemptions for a lot of Filipinos really did line people's pockets. The government had been predicting as much last year, but now they can actually cite, as their claimed proof, higher reported income by retail companies. Meanwhile, the strong domestic demand growth is driven to a large extent by stronger purchasing power among our consumers, attributable in part to the hefty reduction in personal income tax rate due to the first package of the tax reform. The robust double-digit growth in sales and high profit margins of publicly listed retail giants and real estate companies in 2018 proved that Filipinos have significantly increased their spending power. So at least two sides to the 2018 narrative. But how did Filipinos actually feel at the end of the year? A December 2018 SWS survey says half of Filipinos rated themselves poor in the last quarter of the year. To be fair, that is a few percentage points lower than the quarter prior, when 52% of Filipinos considered themselves poor. But that self-rating for poverty 
has in fact risen for two years in a row. Average self-poverty rate is now at 48%. That is two percentage points higher than in 2017, four percentage points higher than the average in 2016. Last week, the Philippine Commission on Women commemorated International Women's Day by highlighting Philippine gains in the pursuit of gender equality. Here is PCW Chairperson Rodoro Masilang Bukoy. There is no debate that Filipino women are empowered women. How empowered? The Philippines is the top Asian country when it comes to closing the gender gap. And while challenges still exist, particularly for women in agriculture and urban sectors, there are some encouraging statistics. Here is PCW Executive Director Emirin Versosa. 54% of women are able to decide together with their husbands on how their earnings should be used. And 43% are able to decide on their own. And according to Versosa, Filipinas are also resolute and empowered in their own bedrooms. Here she quotes the National Demographic and Health Survey, which was last conducted by the Philippine Statistics Authority in 2017. NDHS has also taken into consideration how negotiating sexual relations is happening, where 87% of women of reproductive age can say no to their husband if they don't want to have sexual relations. 75% said that they can ask their husband to use a condom. And that 54% currently married women aged 15 to 49 use contraceptions. Before we let you go, here's something you need to know. The Philippines' most affordable art fair is back. Score paintings, prints, photos, sculpture, and new media pieces for 50,000 pesos and lower. Art in the Park happens this Sunday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the Jaime Velasquez Park in Salcedo Village, Makati. At yan po mga balita na Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would also love to hear from you. Message us with your comments. Maraming salamat po. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.